before COP26, uh, young Greta, Greta Thunberg, said 1.5 limits to carbon output might not be achieved. Because I actually get bored of listening to a lot of these uh, keyboard warriors and other critics, because they come out with the same stuff, no matter what, what who they're criticising, it's the same argument, criticising them. Haven't they, shouldn't yeah. they have a plan B of a criti crit criticism? Yeah, and I think you probably find that uh, you know, when somebody criticises on a very regular basis, that you're going to find they're going to, they're going to be hypocritical as well. OK, we're here to stretch your thinking again. We are the People's Countryside Environmental Debate Podcast, and we're, today we are going to be talking about COP26 again. As I said in the last episode when I said that, have you got any thoughts on that? Was it a complete waste of time, or did it? Uh, was it a stepping stone to something else? Maybe you've got a view. Listen in, and... Uh, Felicity from Honduras has a question about COP. I'm Stuart the Wild Man Rabbit and my job is getting people out into nature to make it part of daily life in the hope that they will want to protect it. And this podcast is one of those ways. Challenge for me uh, is still plate spinning and feeling under the weather, not particularly well, new COVID rules coming in, you know. Who knows? Who's the co-host? Yeah, my name is William Manclo. Uh, Stuart's just talking there about um, the, the the new rules coming in. We're recording this on the 20th of January 2022, just to be clear about when we're recording it. Yeah, yeah. I'm the co-host of this podcast. My name is William Manclo. Um, I am a photographer and I do a live show every week, facebook.com forward slash shot at an angle. Come and come and meet me. Come and join me. 7pm and uh, have, enjoy what I do. <coughs> so we have got a question uh, from Felicity in Honduras, as you say. Yeah. And again, it does refer to COP26, which uh, the previous question from Ivy and Worthing mm. uh, had, had put to us. And like Ivy and Worthing, uh, we didn't debate it. We just have an ordinary conversation like two men uh, sat in a pub getting slightly inebriated talking about a big subject. We're not experts. We're just relatable guys who are willing to stick their neck out and talk about things I know nothing about and see where it takes them. Exactly, but I can just rest assured that we have not been drinking before we recorded this episode. Hot chocolate. Hot chocolate. I had a, I had a lapsan chuchong. Oh, did you? Tea. I did, indeed. So, am I going to read the question out or are you yeah, going to read it Yeah, you out? go and read the question I'll out. I'll read the question out, you know, because... You know, I'm I can, always carrying you. I can do reading. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, Felicity's question. Thanks for sending it in, Felicity. From Honduras. From Honduras. Where's Honduras. Um, I actually don't really know specifically where it is. Central America. Central America, thank you very much. It's So Felicity's question is, before COP26, uh, young Greta, Greta Thunberg, said 1.5 limits to carbon output might not be achieved, but increasing to 2.5 is okay. So that's degrees, I'd imagine, mm. there, degrees Celsius. As we can always do something to improve things and not just give up. I've seen climate crisis deniers have a field day with this seeming moving of the goalposts is it wise to be flexible when talking about the tar the targeted figures i can understand what greta's talking about saying well if we don't get to 1.5 then we have to try for something slightly higher and i can also understand that the the, the the critics will jump on that saying oh well then then you know you're already saying we don't need to do 1.5 I I, th I think this is... Forget the target. Forget the COP26. Forget the environment. Forget anything. Just think how you approach targets. I think it's wise to have, have, uh, have your first case scenario, your ideal, but then you have an alternative that you, that, you know, you, you, you have plan B. Yeah, plan B. Actually, I was talking about this in my in a really recent live show last night. I was talking about making a plan and being, 
being able to stick to that plan. And you quite rightly said, well, you should always have a plan B. Yeah, yeah. I think plan B is often a um, an alternative or a, a uh, you check your you change what your plan is. You mm. know, you don't have you have flexibility within your plan. You know, when it comes to this sounds like this one point five and now it's two point five. It's almost like a deadline, isn't it? Mm. They say your deadline to do something is a Friday, but then you realise that actually that's not that's not you can't do it by Friday. You have to do it by Monday. You're just, mm. you're just moving the goalposts a little bit, but you shouldn't really necessarily be criticizing that i think it's also a little bit of a it's almost like being a little bit lax with it as well you know Mm. that you're actually going well actually 2.5 is fine well actually 1.5 is what we really need to aim for Mm. but it's it's hard it's easy to criticize because you Mm. know whenever when if you you don't believe it and your your point of view is definitely you don't believe that we're creating this change in the in the world temperature then of course anything that will any little chink in the armor Mm. Well, you're, 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 you can latch straight on to like what, this. What's the critics' plan B? Because I actually get bored of listening to a lot of these uh, keyboard warriors and other critics because they come out with the same stuff. No matter what, what who they're criticising, it's the same argument, criticising them. Haven't they? Shouldn't yeah. they have a plan B of a criti- crit- criticism? Yeah, and I think you probably find that uh, in when somebody criticises on a very regular basis, that you're going to find they're going hypocr- to be hypocritical as well. Mm because they're going to say one thing. I had a conversation last year at some point and um, uh, I made this point and they said they countered it with this this point here and then later on we had another conversation and they countered it with another point, with my point, with another point, which completely went against their original point because mm. <laughs> they were always trying to win an argument and I think that's where we, we often can be with these things. They're always, if you, if you, yeah, if you're stuck in, if you're stuck in your own point of view... You're going to end up feeling mm. like you want to criticise everybody that, that doesn't uh, doesn't go with that view. I don't really have much more to say on this. No, me either. Me either. No. It's um, we've done a series of relatively short episodes, but uh, you know, and, and when you make a podcast, many many people say, "What's the ideal length of a podcast?" And and so some podcasters, you know, they say, "Oh, you need to be about twenty five minutes." Others say, "Well, you need to be consistently an hour." or or like us, sometimes we do six minutes, or sometimes we do an hour. It, it, I, I think it was long enough to actually get your point across and, and not to be dull. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, I, I would liken it to also producing music. You know, sometimes a, some a song just needs to be two minutes long, mm. and it, that's all it needs to be. But sometimes it needs to be longer. You know, you look at some of the work that Pink Floyd did, mm. for example. Um, MGMT, which is one of my favourite out bands, they've done songs that are uh, very short but also very long, because they're expl- it depends on what they're exploring, as you say. Mm. If you're exploring a big thing, a bit, you know, they, they actually there was a song the MGMT did, which was exploring philosophy, and it took them 13, 14 minutes to explore it. <laughs> mm. um, but it's the same with the podcast, and also it gives you, the listener, a, a, a choice as well. You know, if you, whether you've got a couple of minutes in the day, you've got about 15 minutes, you know, maybe you're on your commute somewhere, you can go and listen to that, or if you want something to just sit down to and listen to on for a longer time, you just search through our back catalogue, over, over 250 episodes mm. of the podcast, you'll find something that will fit that, that, time, mm. that time bubble. And we are talking to another podcaster relatively recently who said he thinks that we're sustaining good listens because we are so short. But there are a lot of people who want to listen to long episodes. So I think we're sustaining and growing because we do a range of different things that cater for a range of different people. 
uh, we're, we're not stretching things out apart from when we're covering a le- question from Ivy and Worthing. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I don't think there's a holy grail. It's just, you know, you, you hit a sweet spot. You Next week, you might not be hitting that. Yeah, and we also want to give qual- quantity, a quality rather than quantity. So, mm. you know, often either one of us will say, well, that's that question discussed now. Mm. We, there's no more. We'll only just be repeating ourselves, and that's mm. never, it's never good. Somebody asked me the other day also, are we driven by the, f- uh, the fact that we've set ourselves a schedule of releasing twice a week, which is a Tuesday and a Sunday, or are we driven by something else? But I personally think we're driven by the fact of, well, we, we set that schedule. We're, we're, when we, before we, before lockdown, before COVID hit, uh, we had guests. And I, I think we were trying to release once a week. And then during the first lockdown, we said, let's go three times a week because we need to be a friend in the ear of our listeners. And then we went to two uh, two sessions a week. And I think the reason we're sticking with that is because we get so many questions from listeners and, and it's sort of, we'd be 90 if we went back to one day a week by the time he's got through that lot. Exactly, yeah. Um, it certainly puts a bit of pressure on us, but there was a conversation that was had in a group that we are in, you know, the Mike's Club group that we're yeah. in, you know, that we both, Stuart and I, enjoy doing this. You know, mm. we enjoy these conversations. We enjoy making fun of each other in mm. the actual podcast itself. You know, there's 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 a... There's a dynamic between mm. us that's that we've worked on for years and years and years. Mm. Uh, it just works. Mm. And when it, it does. And when it stops working for one of us and both of us, that's when we stop doing this podcast. 